Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update for everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. Today is November 10th. Um, my name is Wack Wack Attack and let's get started. So the first thing I want to talk about is that um, Langus here gave an update about the feed distributor bug. It's been completely resolved. Affected node operators can now distribute their fees as the commissions have been corrected. Thank you for your patience while we sorted this. Please let us know if you have any issues. Rocket Pool. So that's really great to see that um, people who had a lot of their uh, rewards locked up were able to get that out. And that was only impacting people who were not in the smoothing pool. Um, so yeah, now they have access to the rewards and they get the correct amounts that they're supposed to. So it's really great to see that that's done. It's been, they've been working on it for quite a while now. So um, I'm glad that's all done. So good stuff, Langas. Thanks for, for that from the team, to the team even. Um, Joe had this comment about LEB8s and how they're going to be in Atlas. However, it looks like you will not be able to turn your existing 16ETH LEB, sorry, 16ETH mini pool into a LEB8 um, before Capella or Shanghai, depending on if you're referring to the execution or consensus client. Joe says, on the related note, after some discussion around the feedback here, it looks like the first Atlas smart node is going to have support for LEB8 in node deposit, but not include existing mini pool migration until Capella. So the reason for this is because um, with the way the division works, you might lose, well, you will lose um, rewards on the top of your um, mini pool that you've earned, you know, however long your, your mini pool has been running before you split it. So for example, if you've been running your mini pool for a year, you've got one ETH as reward on the beacon chain. Um, if you split that into two mini pools, you lose that ETH of rewards. So once Capella, <coughs> Capella happens and you can skim off your rewards from the top, then you'll do that first and then convert it into a LEB8 mini pool. So um, Joe's just letting everyone know that that's what's going to happen, which makes a lot of sense because people will convert without realizing that they're going to lose their uh, money and then they'll do it and then they'll be like, I, I lost my money, even though um, things can be written in big red writing. Um, I'm smiling and Joe knows why I'm smiling right now because I've ignored things written in big red writing in the command line interface before. So um <laughs> yeah people ignore that sometimes or they think it doesn't apply to them and then it does apply to them and they almost get slashed like me or they might lose eth so it makes sense for them to do that so yeah that's a good consideration i think um next is we had this comment from java lasers who said just more word on the when oracle oh, just more wood on the when oracle fire i'm sure and maverick gave a little tease by saying i just joined a group chat with chainlink and then just saying. So we know that, you know, Chainlink have been talking to the team for quite a while. They set some demands of um, what it might look like, you know, for, for what kind of volume we should be getting on RE to get um, a Chainlink Oracle. I hope that this is, you know, some kind of marketing discussion about how we're going to promote it once it happens. But we can only speculate because that's the only information we got from Maverick about this. So still, that's really exciting that, you know, hopefully we're getting closer to getting Chainlink Oracle because it's a really, really big deal. It will really help a lot with uh, more DeFi integrations. Okay, then there's this comment from Joe um, who was talking about different clients and how they're getting ready for updates. So Besu has 22.10.1 
released really soon that fixes some stuff like memory leak. Nimbus is getting close to 22.11 or 22.11. I don't know how they do that. Um, Lodestar launched version 1.2, which fixes a lot of a lot, but has a regression in Docker mode specifically that they're going to fix in version 1.3. I think you mean green that can add it to mainnet stack, stack finally. I'm getting a rewards tree version 2 spec ready, which fixes some bugs in the smoothing pool rewards calculation, like the whole node time instead of mini pool time thing. Uh, none of them are controversial, so I don't expect it to require a formal governance vote or anything and should be able to get it in for interval 3. After that will be more open discussion around version 3, which could include stuff like prorating RPL based on performance, so that it has to go through the whole discussion and vote process. It will not be in interval 3. So thank you, Joe, for those updates of some of the things that you're working on and that you're thinking about, which is really cool. Um, next, we had this list from Ken. So in yesterday's video, I was talking about the rocket scientists getting rewards, which was really great, but I couldn't, I didn't know if there was a list anywhere of all the rocket scientists. So Ken said, I just listened to yesterday's call. Here's my listing of the active rocket scientists. There's patches, objects, D2, Jasper, Ken, Cron. Wait, Jasper, was that announced anywhere that Jasper's a rocket scientist? I might have missed that yesterday. Huh. Jasper's... Okay, congrats, Jasper. <laughs> if you're watching this, I, I'm just hearing about that the first time now, so congratulations. <laughs> okay, then there's Ken, Cron, um, Mentor, uh, Pateris, Pieter, uh, Pupas, Waldorf, and Zero. And then there were two historic rocket scientists that have been inactive, so they were removed from the list. They haven't, I, then there's the link that you can follow here. And they were last uh, online in um, April of 2021 for both of them. So it's been a long time um, since they were active. So it's really cool that we got that list of rocket scientists. So all these people will be getting like a nice chunk of money every month to keep up the good work that they're doing, which is really wonderful to see. Um, next, we had this comment from Nick Overnight. He says, hey guys, I want to congratulate the team. Not sure if this has been noted yet or not, but after Solana's new king, the total TVL of Solana is below that of Rocket Pool. Which I want to point out, there's a, it's like kind of like a fleeting moment, I think, because Solana's value has gone up so much since that comment was made that it probably has gone past Rocket Pool again. But um, it was really cool that, you know, we're punching above our weight in terms of TVL as a ratio of market cap we're doing really well with that like our our tvl is really high compared to the market cap of rpl token so that's really cool to see oh next we have this um gamma incentives on um that live on uniswap that i talked about yesterday about how they're going live so that is now live and the um, the apr on that is about 65 percent but I think that's probably come down a little bit since then. But um, there's a bunch of stuff on Twitter about um, the way they've set up the liquidity zone and the concentrated liquidity. So that's really cool. Um, if you do decide to ape in, please ape in responsibly. Um, one of these things I want to mention is really great that I saw yesterday and today as well is that the with all the drama that's been happening in the market um the reth premium has actually held up really well compared to um steth and uh, coinbase eth the cb eth so reth has been trading at premium the whole time 
it never lost that premium the deposit pool is still full so people aren't burning their ETH to get ETH out so that's really wonderful to see however um, ST ETH has lost a big chunk of like it's lost its peg again by another percentage point pretty much or a little bit more than that even um, and it's trading at a discount again and then the same thing has happened with uh, CB ETH it's gone down by over a percentage point I think or if not more so um, it's really great that our ETH is still trading at that premium um, it just shows that people are trusting our ETH in a way that they might not be trusting other uh, LSDs so good job um, Val had this post in Governance about and uh, our, our ETH liquidity incentives um, channel uh, thread about um, the next two weeks of um, the next two weeks of um, incentives that they're setting up. So one of the things he talked about the OP incentives have turned on and are large relative to what we've been providing. So do we want to carry on providing or get rid of it? And people said get rid of it. And then um, what about um, because OP incentives are so large, do we want to reduce the mainnet bribe by 100 RPL or do we want to keep it the same? And people said reduce it. And he said for other other stuff for context, and they'll be bribing like pools on different places and different kind of pools, which is really wonderful to see. So that's really great. So thanks for that An update about where money is going over the next couple of weeks. Um, somebody was talking about, well, Ramana was talking about what's the point of deflationary ETH if reducing supply doesn't increase the price. So then Deadpool had this really great answer that I wanted to share with you all. And uh, Deadpool said it does increase the price. All other things held equal. The price would be even lower if ETH wasn't deflationary right now. ETH burning 2% of its supply per year can't do much in the short term against someone dumping 2% of its supply in a day. So it's just short term versus long term factors that are coming into it. But however, if you look at one of my favorite sites on the internet, Ultrasound Money, you can see that we have burned nearly 5,600 ETH since the merge day. However, if you simulate the proof of work, we would have minted 668,000 ETH in that time, the value of which would be, let me see if I can see it here, um, billions, billions of dollars, <laughs> let's just say, billion, a, 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 more than a billion dollars, so um, I think that's right, yeah, yeah, over a billion dollars, so, you know, it's it that has been removed as sell pressure, which I think has done a tremendous amount for um, the ETH's ratio holding up as well as it has, so that's great. Okay, so the main thing, like yesterday, the main thing that, um, the Discord channel in trading have been talking about is the FTX um, collapse and um, yesterday when we released the video at the time it looked like Binance were thinking of buying um, buying S uh, FTX however like uh, there were some rumors coming through that they were not going to buy it and then uh, Binance released the official statement saying as a result of corporate due diligence as well as the latest news reports regarding mishandled customer funds and alleged US agency investigations we have decided that we will not pursue the potential acquisition of FTX so they walked away and then Sam um, Sam Bankman-Fried who's the CEO of FTX um, released a statement talking about how we fucked up and how we should have done better and he got a lot of backlash 
um, from the community about basically being naive at best or a scammer at worst and a lot of people have been talking about him being a scammer just like eat that shrimp said new sfp scam thread so yeah there was there was deservedly a lot of hate towards sam and a lot of really weird things have been coming out about that whole story and um yeah <laughs> it's not good it's really bad so I want to end with this positive note. Meek said, okay, I know I've been kind of negative lately, but in the moment of reflection, I do want to extend gratitude to the Rocket Pool team and community for the approach to building and maintaining integrity. Lido has all of these awful relationships with um, VCs, venture capitalists, and other firms with massive exposure to FTX, and that looks like a real harbinger for them. And he goes on to say, the Rocket Pool team feels so aligned with the Vitalik approach of building and maintaining integrity through the hype and mania. So, you know, he's absolutely right. Like, at times like this, even though, like, you know, the ratios come down about 40% from his peak a few weeks ago, um, the the team is chugging along. Like, Joe's still releasing updates. Mav's still building relationships. Langer's is still building relationships and doing his work. Kane's still coding. Dave's doing his stuff. Like everyone's working, the community's chugging along for the most part. Um, we're all here every day, and we all want everything to succeed, you know. And everybody's been doing their part, um, and that's really wonderful to see. Um, yeah, I think I think that um, that's a really nice message that Meeks shared, and a lot of people agreed with him about how this this approach that the Rocket Pool team is doing is aligned with like the values of ethereum and um how <laughs> maybe at times it feels like it's slow but um it's really great that it's it's um maintaining that integrity like like uh excess so i'm going to end on that note which is a really positive note and like a real like um boon to our community and and this project and um I'll see you all tomorrow. So have a great night. And I'm sorry today's episode was late. There was some stuff that I had to do during the day. And I wasn't able to do the research and film. So I had to push it to the evening. But tomorrow's episode on Friday will be back at the normal time. So I hope you all have a lovely day slash night slash morning. Whenever you listen to this. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.